0: The following audio is from First Baptist Church of Conyers. More information about First Baptist Conyers is available at firstconyers.com.
1: Well, good morning. We are about a minute and a half, two minutes away from the initial start of our live feed this morning. And just to give everybody an opportunity to get online and connect with us, maybe go get another cup of coffee before they settle in. Or other things, then uh, just want to share a little bit of information with you just to kind of update you where we are, uh, what resources we've made available to you to help try to keep you connected. I'm not sure if you are a small group leader, Sunday school class teacher. This morning, Jeff was online on his Facebook page sharing some different information with you to help you stay connected one resource that Jeff did post and we're going to repost it on our Facebook feed is using the application Zoom. It is a great application to use. It's free for a limited number of people connecting into a virtual meeting. We actually used that this past week in our staff meeting where I'm quarantined at the time from having traveled internationally and a couple of our staff logged in during that Zoom meeting and we were all to have able to have our meeting and conversation and it's not the same as being in personal contact but it works well so zoom dot us I believe is the website where you can get that application and use that to help you stay connected also through our church website page com, there are several resources there for you you'll notice that there is a link with a Cora 19 Uh, page that you can go to and it gives you all the current information as far as our services when we'll be conducting them and just for your information right now it's tentative uh, that we know that we'll be doing a broadcast feed through April the 5th and so we are not sure yet about Easter we're already making some provision and plans for that that if we are still in the condition that we're in we'll have a special service that day where you can actually come to the church location and sit in your car. Some of you remember the old drive-in theater. We'll be able to do that on Easter Sunday if we're not able to meet in the congregation for our worship. So just to be aware of that. And also some of your resources. I know Ms. Vicki posted some notes from today's message for the kids so that they can engage. Dads, we've encouraged you to gather your family together and have church there in your home. We are the body of Christ and we know that Church is not actually a location, but it's where we are as we have Christ living in us and he's called us to be salt and light in the world. He has given us a commission to go and make disciples. And so the first place that that really starts is in our homes. And so we want to encourage you to worship together this morning and the weeks to come as a family. And I believe God can work through that to draw you near as a family and that your home will become a center of worship. And so that's just a little information. I'll be posting that information uh, later on. Uh, Also, during our live cast right now, Blake is online on the Facebook page, and he is there to respond to any questions you might have or uh, just general information. And so we want to encourage you to engage with us as we worship together this morning. I know it's a lot different for us, But I'm really hoping that some things come out of this for the body of Christ, for the church. You know, God can always take, and He always does take, uh, negatives or trials or circumstances. And He works in the midst of that, primarily in our hearts, to, to bring change and transformation in our lives. And so it's been my daily prayer. God, not only am I praying that God would deliver us, not only us here in the States, but around the world from this virus. But that God would work in us through these circumstances we find ourselves in. I'm convinced scripturally that God ordains uh, circumstances and even hard circumstances in our lives as believers so that He might transform us, conform us to the likeness of Christ. He is always working in us. And so I want to encourage you to have that heart, to have that desire seeking the Lord to work in you through these circumstances to conform you more to the likeness of Christ. But I'm really praying that as a church body, the local church body, that some of the things that may be normal, when we get back to normal, maybe they won't be normal any longer. And what I mean by that is, I I find that sometimes we rely too much on show, uh, too much on... Uh, an entertaining atmosphere in our worship and in our services that God might get us back to a place of simplicity, of recognizing and realizing that the reason that we gather together as a body on Sunday mornings, as the church body, when we gather together in our corporate worship, it is that we worship Him and be exhorted through the Word of God uh, to go out and make disciples. It's not for our benefit to come and be entertained or have our senses uh, moved to a very short-lasting emotion. And so that's one thing I'm praying that God might do through this, to bring us back to the center of worshiping Him and magnifying Him and giving Him glory. Mm -hmm. And so with that, this morning, uh, we're going to begin just with a brief time of worship. And I ask you, encourage you to sing along with us right there in your home to worship the lord not necessarily staying focused on the screen but lifting your hearts and worshiping him as we magnify his name uh, with some different choruses and songs uh, that that center on him and so let me open us in prayer as we move to worship him together this morning father we love you we thank you so much for your goodness and grace God, we thank you for the body of Christ, Lord. We thank you that, God, you have saved us. You drew us together with yourself, caused us to be a part of your family. And so, God, we pray this morning that, Lord, as we engage with you this morning online, uh, God, in our homes, we would engage together with those that are there with us. Um, God, it's virtual in a great sense. But, Lord, we know that, God, you are you are lord and your master and god we worship you this morning we pray that our our songs would uh, magnify you god that you'd encourage our hearts lord Uh, lord to remind us that lord you're the same yesterday today and forever and god you do not change with the circumstances but lord you remain true and constant so father we worship you as that this morning lord we magnify your name it's in christ's name we pray amen Mm -hmm. i uh-huh.
0: What? kneel before the Lord our maker for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture the flock under his care
1: Him this morning. We also want to continue to worship Him uh, through our giving to Him. Uh, I, I'm just reminded really through this time that w- we don't give to a church. Uh, our giving is to Him in obedience to His Word and, and, and as an act of faith, believing and trusting Him, not only uh, through these circumstances that we're in, but in every area of life. Uh, For me, especially, I I get worried during this time, these kind of times, economically. Uh, But I trust God, and I I really want to demonstrate to Him my trust and faith in Him through my giving to Him. And so there are ways we want to encourage you to continue to give if you're a member here at First Conyers. To be faithful in that, you can give through our website, firstconyers.com, where you can give online there. We also have availability where you can text giving. I believe Blake is putting that information now on the feed. Or if you're like me, I just really like writing that check. And so you can continue to mail that in and we'll trust God in that provision.
0: In John chapter 8, verse 12, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Even in a time that... We see as dark here. He has assured us that He is our light. We will follow Him and trust Him. He will lead us.
1: take your Bibles and turn to the book of Hebrews chapter 3 and I want to begin this morning a series I planned on doing this in one message and then I realized it's going to be way too long to keep you captivated uh, for that long uh, especially with maybe a three-year-old crawling on your lap so I just want to take a few minutes and exhort you uh, related to the body of Christ the local church Several years ago, Philip Yancey, who's one of my favorite authors, wrote a book entitled Church, Why Bother? And it was significant in in my life at the time to remind me of the importance of the local church. It was during a time and day, and still is kind of today, where people begin to ask the question, what is the relevancy of the local church? And I think particularly right now in what we're facing, we're realizing some of the relevancy of the local church. I've always been a part of the local church my whole life. I cut my teeth in the nursery. Um, I, I grew up going to church, but there came a time in my life where I wanted to have nothing to do with the local church. I had discounted it as being irrelevant in my life. Um, not realizing and recognizing the need for that. But the thing that changed at that point was when I came to know Christ personally. Mm-hmm. And when I came to know Christ personally, my life immediately began to transform. had a desire for the Word of God, had a desire to know Him more, and I had a desire to gather with others who had that similar shared experience that I did, of coming to know Christ. We call that the body of Christ, mm-hmm. the family of God. And it became very important to me at that time. My wife and I came to know the Lord some 36 years ago, I think. And we got plugged into a local church body. And from that day forward, we've always been a part of the local church. And we've seen through many circumstances in our life, the value of the local church, uh, not only in my life personally for part of my growth. The other part of that comes in our daily time with him in the word But the reason that God has designed it, why we have the local church, and why it matters, um, these current circumstances, I've I've heard a number of people make comments on Facebook and different social media platforms of how they're going to miss their Sunday services. And listen, I miss being together with the body this morning. And virtually we're connected, but what it's causing me to, to do is reevaluate the local church and the body of Christ. And while we come together on Sunday mornings and other times during the week in our small groups, our discipleship groups, had a member share with me yesterday on the phone, and I won't say his name because I didn't ask permission, but we were talking about this. And he said, you know what? I, I, I was thinking about missing church today. And, and it was like the Lord spoke to me, not audibly, but he really spoke in my heart as to how I'm to respond to this situation. And he said, doggone it, I've decided I'm going to go in Monday morning. I'm going to grab some, some guys and we're going to have church at work tomorrow morning. And I thought, that is great, man. That's really what the body should be doing, uh, keeping those social distance uh, guidelines that we have in place but connecting and realizing that the church doesn't revolve around the church building and we're grateful for that but these circumstances has caused me to really evaluate reevaluate what my priorities are not only in life but what my priorities are in my finances what my priorities are in my relationships what my priorities are within my family and the writer of hebrews exhorts us in one situation in one instance as as why the local church matters, why bother with the local church. And I would say, over a lifetime as a believer, one of the first things, this is in your notes, that the local church is here for our perseverance. Mm -hmm. The writer writes this in Hebrews chapter 3, beginning in verse 12. He says, Take care, brothers, lest there be any of you with an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God but exhort one another every day as long as it is called today. Now, some of you may rebuff at that first statement a little bit. Take care, brothers, lest there be any kind of evil, that you might have any hint of evil or an unbelieving heart. But can I tell you that I don't care how long you've walked with the Lord. Jesus said the heart is wicked and deceitful above all things. Who knows it? And And our hearts can so long for what our flesh drives us towards. That if we're not careful, if we don't take notice, it's easy for any of us to have an evil unbelieving. Yes, sure, we can continue on with the Christianese, the churchese kind of things, and we can talk the language. It doesn't take long to pick up the language of the church or the body of Christ. But in the midst of that, listen, every one of us can slip, can fall away from the Lord in our fellowship with him so he says take no be careful but exhort one another every day there we go there's the local church there's the body of christ mm-hmm. exhorting one another every day exhorting us to, to remain faithful exhorting us to trust the lord exhorting us to to recognize other times in our lives where circumstances have been difficult and as the psalmist said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you, God, are with me. And so he says, exhort one another as long as it is called today. That means every day exhort one another that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Sin is very deceitful, in it? We find a lot of ways to justify it. I'm not talking necessarily external sins. Um... But I'm talking the sins of the heart. We can easily justify our attitudes. And, and so, you know, I had this attitude because this happened to me or this person hurt me, et cetera. Listen, sin is so deceitful. And, and we have that defense attorney that rests on our shoulder that oftentimes wants us to defend ourselves in our sin. But he says, be careful that your heart's not hardened. For we've come to share in Christ. That's, that's the body of Christ. That's those that make up the local church in an area that are a part of the body of Christ. He says, we have come to share in Christ. You know, you may meet somebody, a uh, perfect stranger on the street, and as you have conversation with them, it, maybe it comes up that maybe you're from the same region of the country, or or maybe you have similarities in your family makeup, or... Maybe you're in the same vocation that they're in. And all of a sudden you have, you have a shared experience where you have more to talk with that person about than you did before. But you know, I've noticed in my life as I've met strangers around the globe that almost instantaneously when I begin to engage them in conversation, there's something that I sense that, that's not a vocation, that's not a, a, a an interest in bluegrass. <laughs> or an interest in gardening, or an interest in woodworking, or whatever. But but there's that similarity that we have, that the Holy Spirit resides in that person's heart as it does in mine, and we're a part of the family of God. It's a beautiful thing, and that, that's the encouragement, that's the positive, if you will, that He that He gives us here, that we, we have this thing that we share in, and that is Christ Jesus. We don't have a denomination that we share in, We don't have a church building that we share in. But we share in Christ. And by the Holy Spirit of God, He has caused us to be a part of the body of Christ when He saved us and regenerated us. And then He says this. Not only do we have this share experience, if we hold our original confidence firm to the end, if we hold our original confidence firm to the end, now, this is an assuring thing for us. If I can put this another way, he might say, if if you come to share in Christ, you will persevere in the faith to the very end. Mm-hmm. To the very end, you'll persevere in the faith. You see, based on the scriptures, I hold firmly to the doctrine that teaches us that one who is truly born again will never fall away permanently from the living God we are saved and we are saved for all of eternity not because of what we've done because what he has done in us and he's made us a part of the body of Christ that we might share in that experience in my 36 years of being a part of the body of Christ many of those years not as a pastor I've come to realize that I need the body of Christ. I need brothers and sisters in my life that can exhort me, encourage me, because I, just like every believer, have times where I'm tempted by the, the hardness of my heart to fall away from the Lord. And it's when those individuals in my life have lovingly come to me and exhorted me and encouraged me in a time of temptation or a time of trial. Folks, that's why God has designed it, God's purposed it, and God's commanded it that the believer be a part of a local gathering that, that makes up that local church. And we do that in different fashions here at First Conyers. We have our discipleship groups. We have our small groups. Get plugged into one of those. We do it one-on-one, and, and we do it corporately through a corporate body of worship. I'm thankful for the local church. And the body of Christ. And I'm thankful for the body at First Conyers. Mm-hmm. I just want to leave you with that that word of encouragement. And we're going to do a closing song now. Uh, one, an old hymn that, that I just really love. And boy, it's one of my favorites to, to sing and to express. We're not going to do the whole <laughs> hymn because I know some of your kids are just going crazy by now. Um, or some adults that might have scoliosis are going crazy uh, by now. And so, but I want to close the, our time of worship with this old hymn called How Marvelous, or known by another not title, sometimes I Stand Amazed. bless you, the Lord keep you, may his face shine upon you. I want to remind you to be safe, be careful, follow the guidelines that have been given to us, uh, and especially lift up those who are working tireless hours uh, as first responders, and particularly those who are nurses, administrators of hospitals, doctors' offices. They're faced with this every single day, and they have a fear, a real fear, that they might bring home something that they might get at the hospital of their family. And so we have many in our body that are part of the nursing community and hospice and other ways that don't shut down during this time. And so remember to pray for them, encourage them, send them an encouraging note, email, text. We love you. God bless you. Have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to audio from First Baptist Church of Conyers, located in Conyers, Georgia. For more information about First Baptist Conyers, please visit us online at firstconyers.com.